Welcome to the Monetary Mixtape with Will Hoffman, founder of Hoffman Wealth Management. In this podcast, we help fellow Gen Xers simplify complex wealth issues that are important to Gen X. We do this by cutting out the mundane material and using a refreshing approach to finances in a way this skipped generation appreciates. Join us for this ride where we explore financial planning and wealth management as Will Hoffman draws from almost 20 years of experience and brings to you qualified guests to help be your latchkey to tricky monetary affairs. Welcome to Monetary Mixtape with your host, Will Hoffman, where we talk about the ever-forgotten Generation X. I'm Wendy McConnell. Hi, Will. Hi, Wendy. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? Good, thanks. So I uh, had a pretty interesting transaction over the weekend, which brought Generation X into the future. And I'm sure I'm. this isn't the first time this has happened but you know we ushered in all kinds of different music and uh then ushered in the technology behind this music with things like napster and then you know all the stuff you downloaded to get or used to get viruses on your computer like limewire and everything uh i i i really enjoy playing golf I've, i've i've played golf for a long time in my life i was playing with some friends over the weekend and you know we don't just play stuffy golf we have music going and and we were really having a good afternoon and and we played with a a guy i'd never met before and he had his music playing and he had a killer soundtrack going and it was again a new phrase to me and maybe it's been called something else yacht rock and it was really just some great stuff from the 80s maybe late 70s and early 80s right up gen x's alley and I said to him, this, what, what channel are you listening to? Thinking it was maybe something on Pandora or something. And right. he goes, this is my playlist. I said, you, you know, on your phone. He goes, well, I have it on Spotify. I'll share it with you. So we've come full circle to sharing music again, but not on a CD that, you know, had a handwritten playlist on the front. He sent me a whole 435 song playlist through Spotify and the, the, our office was kind of jamming all morning because we were listening to this and it was, it was incredible. So it was, uh, you know, just brought me full circle to the mixtape, uh, the mixtape, right? Yeah. It's, it's now, it's now not a mixtape. It's a shared link of a playlist that is now 435 songs long and we don't have to plus play and record at the same time to capture it from the radio. Yes. Or wait for that, you know, annoying DJ to not talk all over right. the song. Um, <laughs> what I'm wondering. So if you share a playlist, you have to share it with somebody who also has Spotify. I think so. Okay. I was logged into my Spotify. So what he texted me, I was able to open and, and immediately get into on the car ride home. So it okay. was, on the car ride home from the golf course, I was able to to immediately get into this playlist and found our uh, at least a few hours worth of music on our our family vacation drive. At least for me, I don't know if my kids are going to be yeah as enthusiastic <laughs> as I am, but but we'll see. They'll be in the back with their tablets and their phones and their head. After I'm done listening to the monetary mixtape on Spotify, I can just bounce right over to my new playlist and yeah and listen there wouldn't it have been great if we had headphones back in our day when we took our 
family vacations in the car it was eight ten hours yeah. long and they were remember the headphones they were like the little things that sat on your ears it was just like it was just like what what what, what is the material i'm thinking of like a sponge sort of yes it's it's kind of what's just on our microphones it's yes, right in front of both exactly. of us right now <laughs> yeah we uh you would think that i would know how to say that but yeah even before that though i remember being young like having nothing but a book right in the car and there was three of us in the back seat <laughs> right playing a license plate game or, or stitch dog punch or something buggy. right yeah punch buggy <laughs> See, when we were heading on vacations as kids, we had our Game Boys. You know, that, that was probably a little at junior high-ish, I guess. We had our Game Boys, but then we were screaming for batteries every hour because the batteries would die. <laughs> was that something that your parents made sure to pack? Was oh, there- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they knew better. There were plenty of batteries. And if there weren't, you gave them the Rob, I want my batteries. Why did you give them to my brother? Oh, geez. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sibling rivalry. <laughs> yeah, dueling, dueling Game Boys and dueling uh, mixtapes, I guess, because yeah. you know, because then we had our Walkmans. But now our earphones are either in our ears or over our ears, mm-hmm. and uh, the kids can't hear anything. Thank goodness. Which will be fine, right? Yeah, they don't need to know. Um, <laughs> so today we're talking about Roth. Who's Roth? <laughs> well, Roth. Uh, we're going to talk about Roth IRAs and Roth IRA conversions. It is a it's a topic that. I want to make sure Gen Xers here, given our, you know, our time horizon to retirement, you know, the oldest Gen Xers are in their, their late fifties and, and going to be thinking about retirement sometime in the next five to 10 years, starting to plan for retirement and, and the Roth IRA and the Roth IRA conversion are some benefits that they need to understand and know about. There are some tactics that are, can be a bit confusing because in addition to an account that is holding investments and, and hopefully growing or, or moving with the market, there are some tax implications. So I want to make sure that that first and foremost, we are we're explaining to folks that they should be consulting with a tax advisor or a tax professional when making these decisions, not just um, not just a financial advisor, we're making sure they're getting some tax insight because there are some some tax implications that we want to make sure that that they understand, that they can take advantage of, but we don't want them to fall victim to to something that that they shouldn't be doing given their tax situation. So, and everybody's tax situation is different, um, just like everybody's financial plan and everybody's financial situation is different. So, making sure that before you pull the trigger on doing a Roth conversion or opening a Roth IRA, you're, you're having a conversation with a tax professional because Roth IRAs, unlike traditional IRAs or our 401ks, they have some tax limits or some income limits. So we want to make sure that we understand that the income limits change every year. Uh, this year for 2023, they just increased and if you are a head of household or single, you're capped at earning uh, $153,000 anytime after that. You can't participate in a Roth IRA or you couldn't, you can't make a new contribution to a Roth IRA. Let's say that. Married filing jointly, it's $228,000 or married filing separately, more than $10,000, which is, which is a very, very low limit. So again, you want to make sure that you understand where your income is before you make a contribution because then there's some tax penalties if you're making a contribution to something that you weren't eligible for. 
So we don't want you to be paying penalties. We don't want you paying interest on, on those penalties. Um, having those conversations with your financial advisor or with your tax advisor, excuse me, is, is important. Why do they have those income limits? Because in my opinion, the Roth IRA is a very lucrative type of an account that somebody can have. And of course, we know our, our government's not going to give us too much of a good thing. So they're going to cap how much we can put in, and they're also going to cap what we're earning to put in. Because you know the difference between a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA, or traditional IRAs, money's going to be taxed when it comes out. The Roth IRA, that money is after-tax dollars that are contributed. So you've already paid taxes on this money, but- it grows tax deferred and that money comes out tax free. So we have the ability to really accumulate a nice amount of money that has a pretty significant tax advantage when it's time to use it in retirement, when it's time to pass it to our to our, our next uh, generation. Of course, it's going to be capped. Um, it's going to be capped at how much we can contribute. This year, we can contribute $6,500. Or $7,500 if we are over the age of 50, which Gen X, we're getting there or there. So we're over the age of 50. So, But we're capped on what we can contribute as long as we are below that income limit. Now, a lot of employers have started to, to introduce Roth 401ks to their employees. So again, worth talking with your financial advisor, your tax advisor, if it's something that you want to participate in understanding what benefits are available from your employer because they can still make contributions. So you end up having two separate balances, one in a Roth, one in a traditional, because your employer contributions typically aren't aren't taxed at that point. Or if they are, making sure you understand your tax situation becomes important. One thing to understand about a Roth IRA, if you were to run out today and say, I qualify, I'm going to open a Roth IRA right now. Those tax benefits are only eligible after that account has been open for five years. So again, given the, the Gen X time horizon, that's why I feel like this is an important topic to discuss because if we are thinking about retirement sometime five years or later, we, we have some time. We have time to make sure the account's open. And then once that account's been open for five years, it qualifies for the money to come out tax-free and penalty-free. So you have to spend at least five years from the time that the account opens before you can withdraw anything from it. Well, you can you can withdraw it. You're just subject to, to taxes and penalties, penalties on any growth. Taxes as well? Taxes as well. So just the pa taxes, penalties on the growth until that five-year period, and then it's it's off to the races. You, you're, you do qualify. So, which is different than our, our traditional IRA, which is what we're accustomed to. If we've had 401ks and done any rollovers, They've gone into traditional IRAs. We understand that that money is going to be taxed when we retire, so or taxed when we take distributions. But we want to make sure that the account has been open. And there's one one caveat that I did miss: five years and fifty nine and a half. So after after just like a traditional IRA, there's no penalty. Fifty nine and a half is that that age that the account gets those benefits. So five years and fifty nine and a half. Are two very important dates to to remember. The other th cool thing about a Roth IRA that's different than, than our traditional IRA, you know, our, our traditional IRAs or traditional 401ks at age 73, uh, right now we have to take what's called a required minimum distribution. 
And that's when Uncle Sam says, okay, you've enjoyed the benefits of this tax deferral long enough. It's time to start taking money out of these accounts for us to uh, to collect our taxes on there. Because the Roth IRA isn't taxed, there's no requirement of distributions. So you don't have that that annual deadline that you have to worry about getting money out of your 401k or out of your, uh, your IRA. So that, that's a nice, nice, nice benefit. You may be thinking, what, what do I do if I'm not eligible? I earn too much. I'm above that, that $228,000 threshold for, for a couple that's married filing jointly or that $153,000 threshold for a, uh, for somebody that's single. What, what do I do? You know, I want to take advantage of these benefits. How do I do it? Well, the first way and the first thing to consider is what's called a Roth IRA conversion. What a Roth IRA conversion is, is taking your traditional IRA and converting it to a Roth IRA and paying the taxes when you do that conversion. What happens is you have your Roth or your traditional IRA open. You say to your custodian, whoever's handling the account for you, I want to make this a Roth. They make the conversion and whatever you convert, whatever dollar amount you decide to convert, you owe the taxes on. Now, those taxes can either be collected during the conversion from the account, or you can pay the taxes on your own. Um, The reason why that's an important decision is if you pay the taxes on your own, you don't pay a premature distribution penalty on those taxes. But anything that is not converted into the Roth IRA, a premature distribution penalty of 10% is necessary if you're below the age of 59 and a half. So if you owe $5,000 in taxes because of the conversion and you just have it withheld from the account, you're going to owe another 10% premature distribution penalty on that $5,000 or $500 tax penalty. You pay the taxes yourself out of pocket. You don't have to pay that 10% premature distribution tax penalty on the amount you owe in taxes. So there's a there's a decision to be made there. If you want to pay the taxes on your own, you don't withhold anything from the transaction, you're going to get your tax bill and, and have to pay it. Or you can pay the taxes from the distribution and then just be warned you're going to pay a tax penalty on the amount that was withheld to pay those taxes. Hey, sorry for the interruption. I know you're listening to the Monetary Mixtape because you want to learn about financial planning and wealth management. If you have any questions at the end, please head over to www.hoffmanwealth.com or look in the show notes to schedule a call with us. Why are they giving you a penalty when you're actually rolling it into just another source of retirement? Because they don't want us to do up, it. They don't want. Well, I should say they don't want us to do it. It's just uh, we're we're now enjoying the benefits of a permanently tax deferred account that there's no more distributions to come out, and you know Uncle Sam wants wants his money, right? So he's going to get it, and he's going to get it on a tax penalty on the distribution. All right. <laughs> I wish I could solve it. If I could solve that, it'd be a uh, 
much more famous man than I am because of the monetary mixtape. Well, it, you know, and here is another question that I have, and I've always heard that when you are doing a conversion, that that money, is that what they mean when they say that money is considered income that you yes. have to pay so taxes it, on? Yeah. When or I say I, pay taxes, you're going to, it's going to be counted as income. So you're going to be paying taxes on whatever income tax bracket you, you fall into is what, what gets taxed. So if I'm converting, say $15,000 from an IRA to a Roth, I'm going to have to pay the taxes on that $15,000 as if it were income. Correct. I've heard both good and bad when it comes to converting these Roths, but a lot of people say that your tax bracket will be lower after retirement than it is now. So what about all of that? Some are, some aren't. It really depends on where your retirement income is coming from. We are, we're seeing fewer and fewer pensions every day. I've said it before on the show. I'm sure I'll say it again. Gen X is going to be really the first generation that is responsible for our entire generation funding our own retirement because there's so few pensions in existence anymore. Social security pays an, plays an, uh, an impact in there and so so does a pension. So with fewer pensions, the likelihood is that, that we'll, we will be in a lower tax bracket, but it depends on what your needs are. You know, if, if you have a substantial amount of money in your 401k and that's going to be funding your retirement along with social security, and you are going to keep a lifestyle and keep an income that's similar to what you had pre-retirement, your tax bracket may not be lower. So it, it really is based on everybody's individual situation. I, I, I think that there was a mistake made when they introduced the 401k and all the tax deferred options by saying or assuming that you were going to be in a lower tax bracket when you retired, because a lot of folks aren't with required minimum distributions, you know, especially for folks that are retired with a pension and social security, they haven't needed their, their IRAs or their 401ks. And now they're, they're hitting that required minimum distribution age where they're in a higher tax bracket because they have their pension, which is taxable. They have their social security, which is uh, may or may not be taxable. And now they have a forced uh, distribution that is taxable from a 401k or from an IRA, and they're in a higher tax bracket than when they were working. So it, it, it really is a nuanced situation that is, is so important for, that's why it's become so important to work with an advisor. That's why it becomes so important to consult with your tax advisor and do tax planning. And, and we said this on, a, on another episode when we talk about tax planning, we're not just talking about tax filing and filing your taxes, finding out what you owe for the financial choices and behaviors of the past year, really doing tax planning and looking forward to try to understand what decisions should I make to control my tax situation and not just for 2023, but what should I be doing for 2024 and beyond? It's tough because we know that at any point in time, Congress can change the tax code. So it, it, it is a challenge to, to think forward a bit there or to plan forward, but taking advantage of what we can while it's available is important. And that that's why the Roth IRA becomes so important and a Roth conversion becomes something to consider because it could be a hefty tax bill now 
to do a Roth conversion, but it could be money that's well spent on taxes now so that there aren't money, so that there isn't money spent on taxes, it, not just in the future by us, but that money from a Roth IRA passes to future generations tax-free. So you could be setting them up to, you know, to have tax-free money for their retirement or for their, you know, enjoyment or use, which thinking about the tax situations of your kids could become important. And, and I don't know, my, my three boys are enjoying a pretty nice tax situation right now because they don't have any money. So they're not paying any taxes. <laughs> the best but, time to be alive. Right. <laughs> right. They're actually, you know, giving me a little bit of a tax deduction, which is nice. <laughs> but another benefit may or may not be that taxes more than likely will go up at some point. Yeah, that, that's a fair assessment as the political winds change. So does the tax code. I would say historically, we are at a moderate level of taxes right now. You know, we've seen higher tax brackets, we've seen lower tax brackets. It, it's uh, it, it that becomes a challenging thing to predict. But let's just say the uh, the government's never going to be a sh in a shortage of needing money. No. <laughs> so the tax, as the political winds blow, so will so will tax brackets, and so will uh, the tax code. It's nice to have that bucket of money that doesn't have any tax impact because, you know, in addition to our, our traditional IRAs needing to be taxed when that money comes out, anything we're doing in a non-retirement account traditionally has a tax implication, whether it's capital gains, whether it's income taxes from dividends that are paid. You, you talk about two buckets there that do have tax implications. You know, it, it's it's nice to have a third bucket that maybe does not. So that, you know, even if you are eligible and just want to start an IRA and don't want to pay that tax bill on a conversion or start a Roth IRA and don't want to have that that tax bill on a conversion, it's nice to have a, a, a bucket of money that's not taxed. If there's an emergency and something happens, there's an opportunity and something comes up that you want to take advantage of and don't want to pay the additional taxes when it happens, you know, in retirement, you have that, that bucket of Roth money that, that you can use. Because, and if we remember talking to, to Alice Heath, um, our behavioral financial discussion, seeing that tax bill, whether it's even just withheld from our, our account or if it's what we pay ourselves, that hurts. That that can have a negative implication and, and make the decision for us, regardless of whether it puts us in a, a better situation or not. Just watching that transaction occur and seeing that money, you know, sent off to, to Uncle Sam could be a reason why folks make the decision not to do a, a distribution. So, or do a conversion, excuse me. So, you know, there's some behavioral stuff in there too, that goes b beyond just the, the logic or, or illogical use of the tax money. If we go back to my example of, you know, me wanting to turn $15,000 from an ROA to a, a Roth, do I have to do all or nothing? No. Okay. No, that and that's 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 something else to consider is it's not an all or none decision. You can um something you can stream over time to maybe massage what your tax brackets are. So if you have some room, you know, in December you look at it and say, Okay, I'm I'm still 
you know, $50,000 under my, my next tax bracket. And I'm going to make the decision to, to make this and convert some of my IRA and, and make that decision every year, you know, is something that, that you can do. Um, something we do a lot with our clients is, is to make that, you know, massage those tax brackets because we're doing the advanced planning on understanding our tax situations. And again, even though we are working with them and doing the advanced planning, it's something that I tell them, take this, call your accountant, even if, even if they're going to charge you, you know, maybe worth the, the hourly fee to, to make sure we're doing this right. Because I can't give tax advice. I'm I'm not giving tax advice. We're, you know, I'm not licensed to give tax advice. I don't want to give tax advice. <laughs> um, I, I want to understand enough about how the taxes implicate our clients situation, but, you know, getting that, that blessing from the accountant to yes, do this or no, hold up. Don't is, is just as important because once you make that decision and, and the, uh, the ball drops and we uh, celebrate happy new year, you can't go back. Right. So what else do we need to know about these Roth IRAs? If you are a high earner and you are ineligible for a Roth, there's also, and this could really be another episode, so I don't want to get too too deep into this, but there's something called a backdoor Roth strategy that you could be doing if you just wanted to start making Roth IRA contributions now. You just make a non tax deductible contribution to an IRA, a new and empty IRA, which is something to understand. Like I said, this could be another episode, not just an open IRA that has other cash or money in it. You would want it to be a new IRA. You make a, a contribution to, and then do the conversion um, so that there's not a taxable path there. Again, that is something that is much, much more nuanced than the other two ways that we discussed. That could probably be another episode and should involve an accountant's conversation even more so. Um, but but there are uh, ways to to understand that. Understanding how it fits into your financial plan is very, very important. Even if you are starting a Roth 401k from your employer, understanding how that fits into your plan. Have the conversation with your advisor. Uh, have the conversation with your accountant to make sure that you're not making a, a mistake or making a, a decision that you shouldn't. Well, be, again, because it it's the mistake isn't just taxed; it's taxed and could be penalized, and you know then you're paying penalties and interest and more in taxes than than we need to. So, making sure you understand the decisions that that go into that is is very very important. Because the answer to most questions when it comes to this type of stuff is. It depends. It depends, right? It, it depends. Depends on your situation. It depends on your tax bracket. It depends on your plan. There's not just one article that you can read and make a decision. There's not just one podcast that you can listen to and make a decision. Um, you really do need to to work with uh, with your advisor. Um, if you have questions about this, please reach out to us. You know, it's something that you can reach out to us through. Our website, HoffmanWealth.com, you can schedule a, a, a quick, easy discovery call where you can you know, find out, am I eligible? What steps should I take? You know, Reach out to your accountant before you open the accounts, before you press send on, on the conversion. If you do your own taxes, 
I believe that, and again, I don't do my own taxes, so I don't, I don't know if I'm correct here, but I believe it's something that you can maybe model with the tax software to see if you're eligible. Um, if that's something that TurboTax or, or anything like TurboTax does, but it's also something that you have up until April 15th to make a contribution for the previous year. So um, if you're unsure, wait, do your taxes, see if you're eligible and make the contribution for, for 2023 up until April 15th of 2024. You know, that's always kind of the safest route to go and understanding it. But, it, but our own, you know, our own plans are so nuanced. It's like our health, what vitamins I should take versus what vitamins somebody else should take or, or need or, or so different. What prescriptions make sense, what workout plans make sense, what diets make sense. It, it's, it's no different than our health. You know, the training plan I'm on for my marathon in, in November is going to be much different than my, my running buddies training plan. And we're, you know, we're take we're going to be running races a week apart and, and we're both on different plans, but it's because our bodies are different. Our, uh, our, our ages are different. Our health situation is different. So it it's, it's it's no different than that. Trying to take uh, medical advice from an infomercial is <laughs> never a good idea. Yeah, but not the great. But so as as much as we talk about this, and as much as you know, we encourage you to to explore the opportunities that the Gen X has available to us. It's even more important to make sure that you are you know working with an advisor that you trust and making sure that you're using your individual scenario as the uh, the catalyst for making a decision and not just. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Let's do it. Because a lot of folks have gotten themselves in the in the situations where they uh take their financial advice. You know, it's one thing to take your your music advice from your golf buddy. Um, <laughs> but you may not want to take your financial advice from your golf buddy and, and maybe wanna unless it's me. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, once again, how do we get in touch with you, Will? Right. Hoffmanwealth.com is the best place. I'm very active on LinkedIn. Chat me up on there. Ask me a question. Send me a message. It's it's the two easiest ways to get in touch with us, to ask questions, and, and hopefully get solutions, get your point in the right direction. And thank you for joining us today on Monetary Mixtape. Please like, follow, and share with your friends. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. Don't bounce just yet. The streetlights haven't come on. Thank you for listening to the Monetary Mixtape Podcast. If you thought this episode was dope, then click the follow button to be notified when we drop a new episode. Visit our website at hoffmanwealth.com or give us a call at 724-522-5411. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Hoffman Wealth Management. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service providers with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, a registered investment advisor. Private Advisor Group and Hoffman Wealth Management are separate entities from LPL Financial. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly.